Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapraset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I would like to talk to you about how to walk and live in the Spirit of God. I believe that this is a very important subject that we need to learn, practice, and experience. If you study about the life of Jesus Christ carefully, you will discover that the Lord Jesus Christ was filled with the Holy Spirit. He walked with the Holy Spirit. He was led by the Holy Spirit, and He obeyed. The direction of the Holy Spirit while He was walking on earth, He set a good example to us. He said in the Bible, "The work that I do, you shall do also, and greater work than this you shall do." Therefore, we should learn how to walk in the Spirit as well. I would like to invite you to listen to other teachings in this series. Listen to each one of them many times, and. You will get to know the Holy Spirit more, build your relationship and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, that we can get to know the Holy Spirit, whom you sent to be with us, in us, and over us, and on us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for sending the Helper, the Holy Spirit, to help us, comfort us, and give us counsel every day, Lord. And we want to depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. You say in the Bible, Lord, that is not by might nor power, but by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we want to learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. It's so important to know that the Holy Spirit is a person. He is a divine person. He can have relationship with you. Fellowship with you, talk to you, listen to you. Yes, we should know our heavenly Father, who is on the throne in heaven right now, and we should also believe in the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and give Him all the honor and glory. But the Bible tells us that we cannot be in touch with the Father and with the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, without the help. Of the Holy Spirit, therefore, the Father sent the Holy Spirit to be in us, to teach us, guide us, and help us to have relationship with Him and with the Son of the Living God. Ephesians chapter two, verse eighteen: For through Him we both have access to the Father. Through Jesus Christ, we can have access to the Heavenly Father in heaven by one Spirit. By the Holy Spirit, since I learn and practice how to walk in the Spirit, and I'm filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis, I love to be in revival, to be touched by the fire of God. I notice that the more the Holy Spirit touched me, and cleansed me, and empowered me, the more I get to know the Father. And the Son of God. This is a spiritual thing. This is not a mental thing. 
this is not the scientific thing, but it's a spiritual thing that the Holy Spirit help us to know the Father and have a really deep relationship with the Father and to love the Son of God more and more. The Holy Spirit wants to fellowship or commune with us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. You see, we should fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship is personal thing. For example, saying, how are you today? Let us have breakfast together today is a form of fellowship. We should really fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Listen to Him all the time. Be led and guided by Him all the time. And talk to Him. Listen to Him. Talk to Him. And have a close relationship with Him. Obey Him. We should do that all the time. For me, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit all the time. I want to have a close fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I don't want to run my own life by my own strength, by my own understanding. I want to depend on the grace, the power, and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. It's so important to live that kind of lifestyle, develop that kind of lifestyle of having a close fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Before I perform surgery, I ask the Holy Spirit, what should I do in this surgery? Before I preach, I ask the Holy Spirit, what should I preach this Sunday? When I read the Bible, I ask the Father to allow the Holy Spirit to teach me, to guide me, to have the understandings of the Scriptures. The Holy Spirit is distinct from the Father and the Son. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are not the same person. They are distinct from one another. But all together, they all together one God. When Stephen in the Bible was being stoned, he saw the Father on the throne in heaven. He saw the glory of the Father. And the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, at the right hand of the Father. And the Holy Spirit was in him. There are three distinct individuals, the Trinity. The Holy Spirit was the one who gave Stephen the power to endure the suffering of being persecuted. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Son, was the one who was interceding for him, waiting for his coming. And the Father sat on the throne. Acts chapter 7, 54 to 56 show us that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are three distinct persons. When they heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God. He saw the Father, but not the face, just saw the glory, the radiance of the Father. And Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Verse 56, look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. The Holy Spirit was in Stephen to give him endurance, grace, and power to endure the persecution. But God the Father was on the throne and the Son of God was on the right hand of the Father. The Holy Spirit 
was God who gave Moses the power to be the deliverer of the children of Israel. He was the power in the life of Joshua, who led the children of Israel into the promised land. He was the force behind the wind that divided or split the Red Sea. He was the mighty power that smashed the walls of Jericho. He was the power behind David's rock when Goliath fell down. He was the one who pushed the rock in the right direction onto the head of Goliath. He was the force in the life of Samuel, in Elijah, Elisha, and in the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The Holy Spirit worked with the disciple in the book of Acts. They worked together as witnesses of Jesus Christ's resurrection. Actually, the book of Acts should be called the Acts of the Holy Spirit. If the disciple in the early church needed the Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ needed the Holy Spirit. Elijah, Elisha, David, and Moses needed the Holy Spirit. How much more you and I need the help, the power, and the grace of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit everywhere we go, in the life of service, in our business, dealing, parenting, and relationship with other people. We need His grace, His help, His power, and His wisdom. The Holy Spirit became a big part of every action of the lives of the disciples in the book of Acts. The Holy Spirit and the disciples were in total fellowship, working together for the glory of the Son of God. He was in the Apostle Paul, and he gave the Apostle Paul the power to endure. He gave Peter power to heal the sick, even with his shadow. The Holy Spirit is both gentle and powerful. He is full of love and mercy. He stays close to those who love Him. I hope that you love the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, I love the Holy Spirit. A few days ago, I was in the revival camp in New Jersey, and I'm in New York right now, and the Holy Spirit came on me. I got drunk in the Holy Spirit and keep laughing and laughing in the Holy Spirit. Oh, I love to be wrapped around, feel, touch, revive, and stay close to the Holy Spirit. How was it possible that the great evangelist Charles Finney could preach the gospel and people would be slain under the power, confessing their sin? That was the power of the Holy Spirit. What was the power that fell when John Wesley stood on the tombstones and opened his mouth to preach? It was the person of the Holy Spirit that helped the ministry of both Charles Finney and John Wesley in New York City. I'm standing in New York City right now. Catherine Kuhlman had just finished preaching at a full gospel businessmen's convention. She was taken through the kitchen to an elevator to avoid the crowd. The cooks had no idea a meeting was going on and had never heard about Miss Catherine Kuhlman in their white hats and aprons. The cooks did not even know she was walking by and the next thing happened was that they were all flat on the floor. Why? Catherine Kuhlman did not pray for them. She just walked by. What happened? When she left the meeting, 
It seemed as though the power of His presence attended her. We should long for His fellowship. We should also long to be filled with the Holy Spirit, walk in the Spirit, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He wants to fellowship with you and me, and we should desire to fellowship with Him and be filled by His power and by His love, His grace, His wisdom, and His love. When Jesus was on the earth, He instructed the disciple, but when He returned to the Father, they were not left alone. The Holy Spirit guided them and comforted them. He counseled them and reminded them of truths that Jesus had told them. In Acts chapter 10, verses 19 to 20, He told Peter about the three men who were seeking the Lord. Peter recognized the voice of the Holy Spirit in his spirit. In Acts chapter 8, verse 29, Philip recognized his voice. Nowhere in the scripture can we find the words, grieve not God, the Father, or grieve not God, the Son. God said to the Israelite in the wilderness, you have grieved my spirit. In Luke chapter 12, verse 10, and everyone who speak a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Wow, you can see God the Father and God the Son want us to recognize the importance of God called the Holy Spirit, that we should not blaspheme Him or talk bad about Him or offend Him at all. He is so important on this planet Earth to help the believers. We should honor Him, recognize Him, and respect Him and obey Him. The Holy Spirit is very sensitive, tender, and gentle. This is why He can be grieved by sinners. The Holy Spirit can speak. He spoke through the prophet. I show you. In the book of Isaiah, the prophet said this way, in chapter 6, verses 9 to 10, He said, Go and tell these people, Be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the heart of these people calloused. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Look at who was speaking to the prophet Isaiah. Acts chapter 28, 25 to 27. They disagree among themselves and began to leave after Paul and make this final statement. The Holy Spirit spoke the truth to your forefathers when He said through Isaiah the prophet. You see, who spoke through Isaiah? The Holy Spirit. Verse 25. Now, verse 26, the writer quoted Isaiah chapter 6. Go to the people and say, you will be ever hearing but never understanding. You will be ever seeing but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become callous they hardly hear with their ears and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts and turn, and I would heal them. I'll give you another example. Jeremiah, Jeremiah prophesied in chapter 31, verse 33. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. 
the writer of the book of Hebrews say that the Holy Spirit was the one who spoke to Jeremiah. Hebrews chapter 10, 15 to 16 say the Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this. First, he say, "This is the covenant I will make with them after that time," say the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. You can see the Holy Spirit is the one who gives the word of prophecy. The Holy Spirit is the one who told me to perform surgery that way, this way. The Holy Spirit is the one who gonna tell you what to do, how to cook, how to repair the car, how to be a good teacher, a good businessman. He will guide you and show you what to do. He is all-knowing God, and He knows the future, the present, and the past. Therefore, we should walk with the Holy Spirit and have a close fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 10, 19 to 20 say, "But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say, for it would not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking." Through you, this is my experience. Before I went up to the pulpit or to the stage to preach the word of God, I tell you, I'm quite nervous because I'm a not a very good speaker by nature. I'm a quiet man. I'm not a type of person who speak a lot and can explain this and that by my nature. I'm a quiet man, but when I step up behind the pulpit, the Holy Spirit. Really, start to speak through me. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> wow! I love that. I love that the Holy Spirit speak to me and through me to bless and to encourage His people. God the Father speaks through the voice of the Holy Spirit. The way that God the Father communicates with His people on this planet Earth is through the Holy Spirit. Revelation chapter two. Verse seven, verse eleven, and verse seventeen. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Verse eleven. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes will not be hurt at all by the second death. Verse seventeen. He who has an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to him who receives it. You can see that the Holy Spirit is the mouthpiece of the Father. He brings the message from the Father and communicate to the servant of God, to the children of God. Acts chapter one verse two. Until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he has chosen, after Jesus was raised from the dead, the Holy Spirit communicates to the disciple through Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is the one who communicates heaven into our hearts. He is the voice of God to all of us. He is no less God. Than Jesus Christ, and He is no less God than the Father. He is as much God as the Father and as the Son. 
God is like the sun in the sky, and there are three distinct elements: the sun, the light, and the heat. The Father is like the whole sun. Jesus is like the light, and the Holy Spirit is like heat. We can feel. We can feel in the presence of the Holy Spirit. I love to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can feel His glory. You can feel the goosebump, the feeling of joy and love. You feel the glory of God when we stand in the presence of the Holy Spirit. We feel the power of His presence. Acts chapter seven verse fifty-five. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Stephen saw Jesus clearly, but when he saw the Father. He could only see his glory that surrounded him. No one has ever seen the face of the Father at any time, but the Son came to reveal him, and we can feel and sense the presence of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus Christ. John chapter one verse eighteen: No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. The Lord Jesus came into the world to show. Who the Father is, the Holy Spirit is the Lord of our life, and His Lordship is equal to that of Jesus Christ. And we should listen to Him and allow Him to lead us to build the church and to fulfill the plans and the purpose of God on this planet Earth. Second Corinthians chapter three verse seventeen. Now the Lord is a Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The Holy Spirit is the Lord of His church, and we should allow Him to be the Lord to guide us and show us what to do. In conclusion, I read all this scripture to show you that the Holy Spirit is the most important person on this planet Earth. We should have fellowship with Him, listen to Him, honor Him, respect Him, recognize Him, allow Him to lead us. To guide us and teach us and give us power, wisdom, grace, and love and faith, we should walk in the Spirit. The teaching in this series is to inspire you. I decide this teaching is to remind you and inspire you to really know the Holy Spirit and walk with the Holy Spirit all the days of your life, and you will see a big difference when you start to walk with the Holy Spirit. He will guide you, empower you. Give you grace and give you victory. Thank you so much for listening to this teaching, and please start to build relationship with the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray that you will help my brother and sister who are listening to this teaching right now, Lord, to get to know your Spirit more and more, and to have a close fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We pray, Father, that they will grow in the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and they will. Learn how to walk in the power and in the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. We need the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. I will see you in other teachings. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so 
Oh, thirsty. 